Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. The Joe Pag Show on your radio. It is a Tuesday. All aboard! <laughs> I, I, O. You sometimes why it's a crazy train Tuesday. Come on. Glad to have you here. Thanks a lot. There's a lot going on today on the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate you nationwide. Coming at you from San Antonio, Texas. Where it's steaming hot and it might rain and it might not. It might and it might not. It, it might, but it might not. But then it did, but then it's not going to anymore, but it's going to. That's pretty much it. The gods are playing games with us. I know. You know, I was uh, flipping through that uh, San Antonio Express News. Mm-hmm. The um, the alleged newspaper in San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. And uh, the headline was, Texas to see higher temperatures, the effects of global warming finally <laughs> descending upon Texas. Really? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, it is summertime. It's August in Texas. Yeah, that's what it does. Did it they hot. think it doesn't get hot in Texas in August? <laughs> I think they know. They've been around for a while. A it's not a brand bit. new newspaper. No, it's not. This is, that was the headline. Hmm. And, and they actually used the term global warming. Wow. Which is, that's completely out now because most experts agree that we're in a cycle of cooling. Right. So we have it's to say climate, climate change. change. If, yes. you say, if you say global warming, then um, you're saying the globe is warming. Mm-hmm. When I have proof that since the term global warming showed up, things have gotten cooler than warmer again. This is true. And some would say, as the seasons go, it got warmer again and cooler again than warmer again and cooler. Mm-hmm. So they're calling that climate change. I just call it the weather. Yeah. <laughs> Watching a, a local weathercaster the other day, and it seems nice enough, but sure. um, clearly didn't have her head screwed on right. Oh. Because the high say. temperature that day was 97. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm sorry. The high temperature that day was 99. Okay. The they used they used to say the normal high. Now they say the average high for the state. Yes. Is 97. Now keep in mind it was 99. Mm-hmm. The average temperature for this date is 97, and then she says, so we're well above normal. 
Well above what? normal. It's two degrees. <laughs> That's not too much. I farted in my living room last Ew. night and raised the temperature two degrees. Are you kidding me? Uh, that's gross. Then we lit a match and it really got hot in there. Ew. No, you but didn't. You know what I mean? It, it's like, man, we haven't really freaked out about the weather in a while. Let's just say something. Why not? Yeah. Let's just say something. Mm-hmm. And, and again, the, the, the local newspaper does not, I guess it's not aware um, that global warming is now out. Yeah. It's climate change. That's, that's, that's out of style. You can't say global warming anymore Mm-mm. because every time Al Gore, the debate is over, mm-hmm. Gore shows up at a global warming conference, it snows, and they get frozen out. <laughs> every right. single time. So it can't be warming. The debate is over, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Global warming's in my pants. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you. I'm here to help the the, new, the former news people. And, and I'm sure not, they're loving that, too. Oh, they love that. Uh, you Listen, know they do. without my assistance, journalism wouldn't be what it is today. <laughs> okay. So sure. just, again, just to let you know, hot in August in Texas, nothing to do with alleged global warming. Mm-hmm. Please, can we stop that? Okay. Now a, sec, a, a segment I like to call, Joe Pags teaches you people how to drive. Oh, I like that segment. Uh, it's a fun segment. Mm-hmm, it is. Um, Learn a lot. Today, our lesson is for two types of drivers. Oh. Okay. Number one, if you're driving a vehicle with 18 wheels, mm-hmm. get out of the left lane. Please. I'm just oh, saying, please. unless yeah. you're passing another vehicle with 18 wheels, you are supposed to be in the right lane. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the left lane going 45 and thinking to yourself, I've got a bigger vehicle than you, I do whatever I want. You might be a jerk. Yeah. So I've go ahead and get yourself of out of that lane and get the right lane. That the would second, be good advice. The second driver, and there are plenty of big pickup trucks around here. The second driver that I w- would like to talk to today is the big pickup truck driver pulling a trailer. Oh, yeah. Those are nice. Please remember you're pulling a trailer. So if you're driving like an ass wagon, when you don't have a trailer... <laughs> Multiply times 100 when you have one. Yeah. That's so good. if you're bebopping in and out of traffic, you've got a trailer on there. Yeah. That's a little more dangerous. I'm sure they're listening to you. And get out of my way. Yeah, of course. The thing is, most of the people I'm talking about right now do listen to me. And they're like, screw you, Pags. I'm not going to listen to you. Screw you. You're stupid. <laughs> so uh, a little help. Again, if you're just new to the program, we give you this this helpful stuff. Mm-hmm. The helpful Very hints. helpful. Yes. A word, to, as my grandmother would say, a word to the wise. That's right. Mm-hmm. Is sufficient. Get out of my way. Get out of his way. People. Is that not They're clear enough? That's uh, pretty clear. It's clear, isn't it? It's clear. Get out of my way. Yeah. The uh, repercussions of the death of Robin Williams certainly being felt today. Um, if you go on the Twitter or the or the Facebook, that's pretty much all they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And most of it is shock. Most of it is about how much joy he brought so many people. Most of it is about, um, you know, uh, how does somebody who's famous and so adored and so loved kill himself? I mean, the actual report comes out today that um, the, the, the sheriff's department there in Marin, California, they're actually saying he, he hanged himself. Yeah. So how does this happen? How are you on top of the world and then you end up dying, hanging yourself at 63 years old? I can't see it. I can't imagine it. And what we do as human beings is we try to put ourselves in that position. And many times it's easy to say, well, if I had all that going for me, no way I'd feel depressed. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what was going on in in Robin Williams' mind. I know that he had uh, issues with addiction that he fought his entire Mm -hmm. life. I know that he had issues with depression that he fought his entire life. 
And for somebody to be that big a personality and still have depression issues, you know, that's it's hard to balance because we it's not like he went on the Tonight Show and said, let me be the depressed me today. Right. So we didn't see that stuff. Right. Right. Todd Bridges oh, I heard about is that. an A-dub. He is. Yeah, Todd, he is. Todd Bridges is, was Willis on different strokes. Mm-hmm. He's really done nothing else except be a, a guy on drugs and a guy who did celebrity boxing mm, and a guy yeah. who's got too much to say about everything. Um, but he's got his right to his opinion. But Todd Bridges today, or was it even yesterday when he was asked about this? I think it might have been yesterday. Yeah, he, his, his answer was when somebody said, hey, did you hear Robin Williams killed himself? He said, well, that's very selfish. Yeah. Very, very selfish. You know, maybe wait a while. Because if somebody put a gun to my head and said, what do you think about somebody committing suicide? I think the word selfish would come up at some point. Because you're only looking to take care of the pain that you're in. Mm-hmm. And you probably aren't considering as much your family and your friends and those who adore you and the, the, the people that you've impacted. But certainly not the day of, man. No, no Not way. the day after. And maybe you let this thing, you know, sit for a minute and then worry about it. Right. You know, th- then maybe you start pontificating about, well, here's what I think about somebody kills himself. Here's what I think about. But not the day uh, no. died. No, no, no. And, and, and again, people might say, well, he's, at least he was being honest. Well, I'm not, I'm not proud. I'm not, you know, proud of his honesty. Okay. I think sometimes you just bite your tongue and you say, man, that sucks. That's a, that's a real loss. Janine Turner is a, an actress, Northern Exposure. Of course, uh, Polo and I loved her in, in the Sylvester Stallone movie. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Who's the pop culture guy? Really? I, I can't remember. Cliffhanger. That's right. That's right. Yep. Never saw that movie. She's really beautiful. Oh, she's a I great, see. She's a great looking lady. Yes. And she's got a thing for me. No, she no, doesn't. Let's, let's, let's be honest. I'll, <laughs> no. Listen, she'll be on in a little while. Yeah, why don't you ask her well, about well, that? Well, I might if we get to that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. You think that might be a problem? <laughs> so, uh, but Janine Turner, and I didn't know this. Um, she's also a talk show host now. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know this, but she battled depression. She yeah. battled addiction. So my question, the question that popped in my head was, talk to me about fame, addiction, adoration, you know, from people you don't know, what you're dealing with as, as a person on, on an island, one would assume, when it comes to you know, being right. a big star and then not being a big star and whatever. I mean, she's got some things to say about it. We'll talk to her at the bottom That'd of the hour. Good. Talk to her at the bottom of the hour. If we have time, I'll, I'll you know, have her reiterate that. That she has a thing for you. I'm just saying no. she's she's kind of into me. No, she's not. No? no. You don't think that's true? I'm almost you positive. I probably shouldn't no. even ask. You, <laughs> you probably shouldn't. Right. No. It's uh, 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Is it too soon to start any negativity around around Robin Williams or anybody who commits suicide? How long do you have to wait? Or, I mean, you've seen social media, right? I have. Some people say the stupidest things. I know. Some people the are so angry up. about Screw him. this. Who cares? I know. I don't Screw you. You're that. stupid. Well, he's a piece oh of crap. So, somebody, liberal, another liberal Hollywood actor dead. Good. 
I mean, I mean wow. I'm, I'm seeing that out it's there. Awful. Like, really, have we got no compassion whatsoever? It's terrible. But now, again, I've been pretty depressed. I had cancer. You know, my dad died. I mean, the whole thing. Yeah. And, and but I never ever would think to myself, "Let me end my life." What What is it that puts you there? Right. How How low must you feel right. to do that? And he left three kids behind. Right. And a wife. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Joe Pags back after this. Joe Pags. Great to have you here, the Joe Pags Show. 1 800 383 9624. 1 800 383 9624. So I didn't even know this. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I, I I like Fox News. I have no uh, aversion to Fox News. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't really watch much cable news anymore. Certainly don't watch CNN or, or MSNBC. Uh, I haven't watched Fox News consistently for a long time. Um, I, I just uh, I would rather find the stories myself and then and then you know talk about it and share it with people on yeah. the radio. Uh, I don't spend an awful lot of time on the shows anymore, so I haven't watched Shepard Smith do a newscast oh, probably in three or four years, mm-hmm. maybe more. But I guess he said something stupid, too. He did. About Robin Williams? Yeah. And I didn't hear it. I've only heard about it, especially on social media. It's right. going crazy. Right. Um, that in one breath, he was talking about Robin Williams, and he mentioned the word coward. Now, later on, he went back and he apologized for it. Well, I've got the story. I got the story from E! Online. Okay. Uh, It seems that after any unexpected death or a series of inevitably controversial comments, and such is the case following the tragic passing of Robin Williams, both Fox News anchor Shepard Smith and Different Strokes actor Todd Bridges have found themselves on the receiving end of criticism after the two expressed a series of insensitive comments about the legendary actor's death. Just hours after it was revealed that the comedian was found dead in his Tiburon, California home, uh, the cause of death has since been uh, determined as asphyxia. Due to hanging, by the way, it says the, uh, another story says that it was with a belt, mm-hmm. and um, also there were cuts on his wrist. Right. So that's that's the latest update. The former Fox News um, report host. Oh, he's not the Fox News report uh, or the Fox report host anymore. I thought he was. It says but... former Fox report <laughs> host called Williams a coward. For taking his own life. One of the children he so loved, one of the children grieving tonight, Smith said, because their father killed himself in a fit of depression. Uh, it's hard to imagine, isn't it? He continued. You could love three little things so much. Watch them grow. They're in their mid-twenties. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And they're inspiring you and exciting you, and they fill you with the kind of joy you could never, you could never have known, and yet something inside you so horrible, or you're such a coward, or whatever the reason, that you decide... You have to end it, he uh, added before concluding. Robin Williams, 63, did that today. The 50-year-old anchor whose uh, Wikipedia page has since been updated to say David uh, Shepard Smith Jr., I don't know, American television news anchor who called Robin Williams a coward, 
later apologized for his inconsiderate comments, telling TV Newser, quote, the last thing I would ever suggest about a man I know nothing about personally is that he's a coward, he said. That goes against everything I am. If those words I used so innocently offended his family from the bottom of my heart, I could not be more sorry. What you, what's he talking about? The apology? Yeah, I mean, the, the apology was not really an apology. It was like, I would, I would never suggest it about a man I don't know personally. Hmm. If those words I used so innocently offended his family from the bottom of my heart, I could not be more sorry. What do you mean, if? Okay, I'm sure they You did. called him a coward. You said yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, man up to it. Dude, that'd I should not have said coward. Do. Just say it. Mm-hmm. I should not have said coward. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be a good thing to do. The right thing to do. Smith certainly isn't the only one who's come under fire and subsequently been forced to apologize for his comments related to Williams' untimely death. Actor Todd Bridges. Can you call Todd Bridges an actor anymore? Uh, does that really still uh, apply or no? I don't think it does. Nah, I don't know. I don't think. Uh, it's stretching it a little bit, isn't it? A mm, little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, he took to the Twitter moments after the news of Williams passing at the web, calling the alleged suicide a very selfish act. People need to stop tweeting crap. I know. I know. Uh, by the way, follow me on Twitter, at Joe Talk Show. Oh, man. What? Really? At Joe Talk Show if you want to tweet crap. <laughs> Sorry. Facebook.com yes. slash Joe Talk Show. We'll have, we'll have you over there, too. It's uh, a very selfish act. You're not thinking about your family, your friends, or your fans. A 49-year-old actor, there you go, they're using mm-hmm. that word actor again, uh, wrote, much better way to get help, or if you know someone that... Uh, like that, get them help if it means getting them locked up in a psychiatric hospital. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. I hope you found what you were looking for, he continued. You don't think that my life has been hell and I've um, had so many ups and downs now. If I, did, uh, if I did that, what am I showing my children? That when it gets tough, the way out is, that's the way out? No, you got to buckle down and ask God to help you. That's when prayer really comes into effect. He's since removed the tweets from his page and issued a seemingly heartfelt apology. Quote, I would like to apologize for the terrible timing. Of me comments. I guess he's talking me. like a pirate there. Ah, okay. Maybe my. Arg, timing of me comments. <laughs> I think it's that my. I made in reference to the untimely death of Robin Williams. He wrote, my best friend committed suicide a few months ago, and I was devastated to discover he did not solicit my help. I am sure that my attitude towards Williams' death was a delayed reaction of my best friend's death. Again, I apologize. And then he okay. concluded by adding again, I apologize for my negative comment, and I ask forgiveness for any pain that I have caused anyone. So, so what... Hmm. Okay. Can you ever make comments? Can you ever say, yeah, it's selfish? Can you ever say... You can, but you're going to hear about it. It's a cowardly it. way out? I mean, I'm not saying that, but but I'm, I'm wondering, if you feel that way, can you go there? Mm-hmm. If you ask me about suicide in general, do I think it's a selfish act? I think that it's an act to get rid of your own pain and your own demons. So are you considering others when you're doing it? I would have to say probably not as much as you're considering yourself. Right. Well, if you especially have a mental illness, too. I mean, it is right. an illness. Right. And, so, and without a doubt, he struggled with that. Yes. So two weeks from now, would we feel comfortable saying, you know, that's a selfish act? Mm, would I, I Would I ever call it cowardly? I don't think... I could never kill myself. I could kill someone else if they were trying to take my things, my right. stuff, my family, or me. Right. Um, I don't want to ever have to. But could I ever kill myself? I think that would be really hard to do. I don't know that the word coward or cowardly fits here. Mm-hmm. But um, down the line, if asked about my thoughts about whether it's selfish, I think after things settle down a little bit, and we're talking in general about suicide, I think you can say it's selfish. Right. Now, selfish on purpose, selfish because of mental illness, 
you know, here's a guy who had all the resources you would imagine at his disposal. And and I'm looking forward to talking to Janine Turner after the bottom of the hour break here because I want to ask her directly as a famous person, somebody who's been in the spotlight for a long time, somebody who's dealt with addiction, is there a reason why when you're in that position you don't seek the proper help? I don't know. I don't know either. I'll ask her about that. Let me let me take a quick phone call here. Your thoughts on what you're hearing, and uh, we'll talk to Janine in a moment. Keith, Delaware, you got about a minute. What's happening? Hey, Joe. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it from a, a different perspective or different angle. People that are in that state of mind are logically thinking. So mood, mood disorders and psychological disorders are very, very difficult to manage. Um, we've ha- we have a family member that has actually, in the last year, um, probably tried to commit suicide more than 10 times. Right. And uh, so they're they're really difficult to manage. And, and what 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 can, what can you do to get through to the family member or to force them somehow into help? Well, basically, it's the doctor that's the key. Um, you know, the treatment of the doctor, and then they would be the one that would um, recommend you know hospital say or psychiatric care. But is this they, is this person better? No, they have a lifetime of this, unfortunately, and it's a bipolar disorder. So. But the hard thing is that we as the society and people, we yeah. want to classify and understand. And, and, and people with, with disorders, very complex, very difficult to manage. I, I hear you. Yeah, listen, i got to run here. I'm sorry that you're going through that in your family, but uh, it is a good point. You know, we think logically, or at least I do. You you generally don't care. Oh, yes, I, I think logically, and trying to put yourself in that box where they are is not very easy. All right, it's 1-800-383-9624. The Joe Pag Show. Janine Turner coming up. We'll talk about celebrity and addiction and, and, and all these things on the Joe Pag Show. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Hey, glad to have you here. Welcome to the Joe Pag Show. It is 1-800-383-9624, 1-800-383-9624, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on the station where you're listening, or you can click on the Facebook or the Twitter or the email, and I'd love to talk to you. The webcam is up and running in the lower bot- the lower left-hand corner of the website. You can expand it to bigger if you want. I don't know why, Carol, I don't know why people would want to expand it. I don't know either. I'd keep people my face don't. smaller if yes, I were them. You know what I mean? Keep it minimized, you know what I'm saying? people. On the right-hand side of that, you'll see you can live tweet with hashtag Joe Pags. Uh, really, Carrie, do you think I should bring up what I said about Janine? I think you should. I probably shouldn't, though, because she yeah. is so sweet. She, she will not like that. I know, but, I mean, you said it. All right. We, we've it. got we've got a uh, um, star in my eyes and in the eyes of many and just a beautiful woman, Janine Turner. On Janine, you're also an author, a best-selling author. You are a, a radio talk show host. You do it all, right? Well, you know, I, I, I keep myself busy. <laughs> what, 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 I, what I said before you came on, and you might hang up and you might get mad at me, but, but uh, I'm going to get a lot of flack from my coworkers if I don't bring it up. I said, you are beautiful, and you kind of have a thing for me. Oh, that's right. Of course. It's Joe. not that funny, Janine. It's uh, Come on. Hey, listen, it's been a while since we've spoken, and I really appreciate you making time today. Um, oh, well, thank you for having me. It's uh, always great to be on your show. I know that you've got a new book coming out next month, and uh, the book is a little bit vulnerable. On Hollywood, God, Sobriety, and Politics, 
And uh, I can't wait to get my hands on it. And it just seemed to be a no-brainer to me to have a conversation with somebody that I respect so much, somebody who's been in the entertainment field for a long time, although you look like you're 30, um, and, and and somebody who, who admittedly has suffered from from addiction. Now, now uh, Janine, I don't know that much about this, this side of you. Did you also suffer from depression or not? No, and, and mine was alcohol, alcoholism, right. and uh, I got sober when I was 23. I never, I never did drugs, and you know, and I was, I have 28 years of sobriety now, and I was speaking with an old timer like me. I'm kind of an old timer, not at all. And uh, and we were talking about the fact that in, in the day when I got sober, you didn't have all these prescription drugs, right? So you just got sober and you stayed sober. And the big book talks about you don't even really, you know, if you can help it, don't even do antihistamines. And now there are these problems with the prescription drugs. I think it's really complicating people's sobrieties. Now, some people might desperately need them, and I, I'm not saying that there there aren't needs for them. Yeah. Uh, but but I think they're being overused, and and it's really impeding people's sobriety. And I do talk about it in my book, which is available, by the way, on Amazon.com right now for pre-order. But Great. it's going to be out uh, September 30th. But, um, you know, I just decided to talk about it. it it's sort of an eclectic, atypical memoir journey in the different genres of my writing over the years. And uh, I just uh, – sobriety is such a big part of my life yeah. that I thought, you know, I'd like to go ahead and talk about it in this book. It's uh, Janine Turner, actress, commentator, author, a little bit vulnerable um, on Hollywood, God, sobriety, and politics. Go to Amazon.com and go get it. Uh, Janine, from the from the perspective of inside Hollywood, when when you're starring, uh, you know, on a hit TV show or you're in a hit movie, and and you've got an addiction that none of us has any clue about, um, what what are the pressures of hiding that? What what are the pressures of performing up to the A list level as you have for a long time, and and knowing that you're dealing with this bad that, for God's sakes, if it gets out, it could ruin your career. Right. Well, you know, it's good for, lucky for me, I got sober, you know, at a really young age. Yeah. But still, I was working in Hollywood. I was, I, was in New, I was in New York City at age 15. I was in Hollywood at age 17. And, you know, that's, that's a really good question, Joe. And, and I think that what happens for me, you know, uh, I believe that there's cyclical aspects of the disease. It's a hereditary disease. Yeah. I saw those signs early, and I knew I didn't want to, to go there. But what I think it does is it, it takes away your focus. I, I also believe it. I believe that when someone's addicted, and, you know, an interesting statistic is if both your mother and father are have alcohol or addiction problems, yeah. the child has 100% of having that problem. If only one parent, the child still has a 50% chance. Um, and and what I what I, I just find that it's because of the, the aspects of – I didn't want to repeat a lot of the things that right. had happened with my great-great-grandfather even who was warning us. And I once again talk about this in the book. But uh, what I think it does is it steals – when you're addicted, okay, and I've taught my daughter to never pick up. She's 16. It steals your soul. It steals your purpose. It takes away your passion. It takes away your clarity of mind. Your focus is just like, okay, you get up in the morning, and you really don't really care what you're doing in between during the day. Even yeah. if you don't drink during the day, you're still thinking about that drink at the end of the day. And, and I think that, that that your focus is just on something that, that's, that's deviating and taking you away from what I believe is the main purpose that, that God gives us, you know, our true purpose in life. So I, I think it colors a lot of people's um, ambitions and their direction and their talents. And it, and when I see actors on stage on films that are playing alcoholics or playing drug addicts and they actually use while they're filming, I don't think that's cool. You know what I mean? It's like right. if you're going to act, oh, yeah. you act. 
you know, you don't have to be under the influence to do it. But it's it's very, very, you know, and I don't think this is just in Hollywood, Joe. I think it's everywhere. And what happened with Robbie, Robin Williams, we don't know the, the details yet, but we do know he had been in, in and out of rehabs. And I think it's just, it doesn't just happen in Hollywood. It happens to right. all of us. I mean, I'm sure everybody listening to your show today, they know somebody. Yeah. Everybody knows somebody. Dealing with it. No, I know, I do. Absolutely. I'm with you. It's a little bit vulnerable on Hollywood, God, sobriety, and politics. The author and uh, and very famous actress and commentator and wonderful lady all around, Janine Turner, is with us. Janine, when you're dealing with uh, with all that stardom, and, and, and again, um, I've, known, I've known of you for a very long time. My listeners have all known of you for a very long time, and we've enjoyed the, the entertainment that you brought us over the years. Uh, Robin Williams was a guy that, that so many in, enjoyed. We adored him. As we do you, we 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 adore our Hollywood stars. We we adore our celebrities, and it's hard for a layperson who doesn't have any modicum of celebrity, like me, the doofus. Um, it, it's 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 hard for us to 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 look at Robin Williams and say, you know, he had the world by the ass, and you know, the guy was the funniest guy. He he made us laugh. We adored him. Millions and millions of people are in mourning today. Why would he ever get to the point to where he thought he should drown his problems? And what problems can he possibly have, Janine Turner? Why drown his problems in drug or alcohol or or now he ended up killing himself, you know, and again, there was a history of mental illness, too. Is it hard for us to see inside that that bubble that you guys have to live in? Well, I don't really know that it has anything to do with the bubble. You know, it's, it's interesting when someone's feeling depressed. And, and of course, I think that a lot of people who drink and, and, and drug. OK, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com are depressed or have, you know, a lot of times they say that that's the, the drink and the drug right. is the symptom, not the real you know, main problem. And sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. But, um, and I don't know his history, the exact aspects of it, but just what we're all hearing. Yeah. But I, I think that when it comes to something like that, depression or addiction, nothing in the exterior world is going to fix that. 
you know, uh, not enough fame, not enough money, uh, power, shopping, whatever the people's, uh, you know, it's still going to lead to an empty, empty hole, and it's not going to fix anything. And I, and I think that he was struggling, obviously, and, and, it, and all the peripheral that we see that looks glamorous really didn't mean anything to him. Yeah. You know, at the, it doesn't really fix the hole. And, of course, you know, one of the things they teach us uh, when we get sober is that, that we have to turn our will over to God and, and that, you know, live these principles in our lives where we, we always are taking an inventory, but realizing that we're not in charge of our life, but God is. And interestingly enough, God is the only cure for this disease right, right now. I mean, we right. don't have a pill. And I, I, it took me about 28 years of sobriety to really kind of put that together. Wait a minute. God's the only cure yeah. for this disease. So I think that it, he was just a, a normal person yeah. who lived a glamorous life, but inside his own soul, he had his own demons and his own struggles. And, you know, that's the thing that happens. That I don't, I'm don't. i not saying it happened to him because I don't know his situation. Right. But when someone is under the influence and they're in a blackout situation, which means they're functioning, but they don't remember what they're saying, right. I think that's a time where evil comes in and makes people do things that in the right mind they would never, ever do. It is Janine Turner. It is uh, a little bit of vulnerable, or a little bit vulnerable, on Hollywood, God, sobriety, and politics. I'm going to make an odd comparison, and Janine, smack me upside the head figuratively if you'd like, but, but I'm going to make an odd comparison to your situation, possibly Robin Williams, that we don't know, know that much about yet. We're still learning more about what happened to him. Um, but I'm going to make the leap to Elvis. Elvis was surrounded by yes-men. He, he had a doctor that would willingly prescribe him drugs he didn't need just to sort of you know put him in that place that you've talked about, just sort of numb your life. And he ended up dying because he, and he was loaded full of drugs and, and uh, you know, heart arrhythmia at, at age 42 doesn't make any sense. Um, I guess um, I keep on asking you about the stardom level and the, the level of celebrity. Um, when, you, when you're hitting your stride, and when you started hitting your stride in your career, um, and you're still hitting a stride, I, I'm not suggesting that you're not now, but, but when, <laughs> okay. when, when you were at the height of your, of your fame, um, did you have yes men and women around you that would have done anything just to be around you? And, and is that a, a, a symptom of Hollywood that maybe we, the lay people, don't get? Well, it's interesting. I don't see it that way. You know, um, okay. I, I see I see show business as a, as a when I think back, as like, well, you know, you had a lot of people saying, oh, you look beautiful in that dress, and oh, right. you look so beautiful. So you might have people telling you, popping right. you up a little bit in that, way, in that way. But really, it's a very hard industry. You know, people will come visit the set, and after about eight hours, like, when do I get to go home? I mean, right. 16, 17, 18 hour days. There's a lot of insecurity. You don't know when your next job's going to be. You're only as good as your last job. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, continuing to, to get the work. The competition is fierce. So it's interesting. I, I think that that maybe there are a few people out there that live the life of Riley that have, you know, are A-listers. And, but I, I just think it's a complicated business. It's, it's full of rejection. And, and, and then someone, especially like Robin Williams, but, but a lot of artists are very, very, very sensitive people. Yeah. Um, because, and that's the reason he could be so incredibly amazing was his level, level of vulnerability and his quick wit. But I'm sure he was very sensitive. And actors tend to be really sensitive. So it's, it's not, I don't know, I, I, I don't see this as just the, Yes, men around him. I, I I don't know his story, but it. I think that that's not enough to fix an empty hole inside. You know, Janine, I hear you, and, and uh, I love that you've taken the time today. Thanks a million. It's great to talk. Let's not wait a year next time. It's been like a year Let's since we've spoken. Uh, it, it, I know. <laughs> the, the name of the book is A Little Bit Vulnerable on Hollywood, God, Sobriety, and Politics. You can order it on Amazon.com right now. Janine, let's talk again soon. 
I will. You keep up the great work, Joe. You got a great show there. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Janine Turner. There you go. Carrie, I went there. You sure did. Because you know what she she And you heard how loud she was laughing. And right? she admitted, of course I have a thing for you. No, she never said she that. Didn't. Okay, she we were Oh, yeah, she definitely said did she not say that? She did say it. Thank you. Thank you. The dude was listening. All you girls are all like, see, oh, she laughed. No, she was laughing while saying, oh, you damn straight I did. No, I don't. I seriously don't think she said that. 1-800-383-9624. I mean, I wanted to get somebody um, who's famous. I wanted to get somebody who's a celebrity and talk about it. And she admits, you know, in her book about her her addiction and so on and so forth. Uh, Very different than Robin Williams' story. Mm -hmm. We know that Robin Williams had had problems with drugs, too. Um, With Janine, it was just just alcohol, which is, you know, bad enough. Yeah. and she didn't deal with the bout of depression, but I wanted to sort of weave my way in there a little bit about what's the life like when you're in the spotlight, and does that add to it uh, at all? And what's interesting is I think she pretty much suggested, no, we're just normal people, and and regular people deal with this on, on a much you know more frequent level than we happen to. We just happen to be under the spotlight when we do it. Right. It was good. 1-800-383-9624. Back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, glad to have you here. Welcome to the program, the Joe Pag Show on your radio. It is 1 800 383 9624. 1 800 383 9624. Talking about, you know, what we know about depression, what we know about addiction, you know, and, and again, the one caller that we've taken so far, and, and he really did make sense. He did. Because, again, if you're just getting the show for the first time, I've been on the other stations for a long time, and, and, and I love them. Um, a lot of new stations came on yesterday. And if you're just getting the program and you don't get what this is all about, um, what I try to do is make observations and then be logical, be um, be somebody who, who deals in common sense and the caller really did hit the mark. We, the the vast majority of us who aren't dealing with mental illness, who aren't dealing with addiction, we live in a realm of common sense and logic and reason. So am I ever going to be able to say, you know, because I, I've known people in my life. Have you known people in your life who have committed suicide? I have, yes. Yeah, so have I. And and you, you think, man, that person had so much going for him mm-hmm. and had the, the best singing voice and was great on TV or whatever. And you, know, you start thinking, man, so much to live for. As reasonable, commonsensical, and logical people, we try to find the reasons. We need to know why did that happen. Oh, I get it. Right. You know, and, but, but we're not going to have an answer. An, we're not going to have an oh, I get it moment with this one. And you're not going to you're not going to get that with a lot of people who commit suicide. Even those who leave elaborate suicide notes, it still won't make sense because you've ended your own life. Yeah, you know, well, a terminal illness. Well, there could have been a, a cure tomorrow, mm-hmm. so you shouldn't kill yourself. But if you're not dealing with with depression or mental illness or the the struggles that he was clearly going through, you really can't sort of have that closure. No, you can't. And we we're can't not even understand his, it. And we're not even his family. I mean, his family's never going to have the closure. I mean, but we, as those who loved him for different reasons, will never have the closure. So that's why I wanted to talk to Janine because I I saw the the connection there between somebody in Hollywood and and for a long time Janine Turner on Northern Exposure. She was one of the biggest stars on TV. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, then she started making movies, and and she's sort of been in our consciousness for a long time. And I would never have known she was an alcoholic. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Mm-mm. Had no clue. Nope. 
And that might actually explain her attraction to me. If you think, if you think oh, about it, well, that could. <laughs> You're right. She it's could. Possible. She could have hit me with that, but she didn't. She no, was very she nice about she it. She was a lady. And um, you know, let me just say this again because she's probably listening on on the iHeart or something. Mm-hmm. Janine, yes, I'm still married. She's not wondering what that. What are you talking about? I'm sure she's not. What? No. Do I have to rewind it? No. Let me no. go to the phone lines here. I appreciate you waiting. Look, it's a very serious topic, but we always bring some levity. And let me go to line one and Jeff in Minnesota. Hi, Jeff. What's going on? Hey, Joe. Hey. Um, I just, the, 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 the previous caller stole some of my thunder. Um, I've known two people in the last 10 years that have taken their own life, and it was, and both of them had full-blown depression, you know, the, the, the bipolar depression. Right. And, and what he said was, was spot on. They are not thinking rationally. The pastor that did the eulogy for the one guy said it like this. Depression lies to you. It, it, it's the little voice in your head that tells you you're not good enough and that the world would be better off without you. And we will never understand that as rational people. But we, will it's, never under, we will never understand the demons those people have, and it's just right. bad. I, uh, listen, I, I hear you, and I think that you're absolutely right. And, and I think, thanks, I appreciate the phone call. Open line 1-800-383-9624. I think that's why we're so put off by Shepard Smith or Todd Bridges or anybody saying something stupid so close to the event. Um, that's probably why, because understanding what's going on in their minds, understand our reality is we're worth something, right? Yes. Their reality might be I'm not worth anything. Mm-hmm. And that's just as real to them. As we're worth something right. is real to us. So wrapping your head around it when you're a logical person isn't going to be you easy. Can't do it. And, and I don't know what you do. I mean, you're an Academy Award winner. You have throngs of adoring fans. You've got a lovely family that clearly loves you. Mm-hmm. What, what else do you do? I don't know what else you say. I don't know. And I, that's, I, that's I the know. hardest part. Um, all right, let me go. Uh, I've got about 30 seconds, but I want to leave you hanging. Tiffany, make it happen if you can in about 45 seconds. Go. Okay. Hi. My father committed suicide when I was a teenager. I work in mental health, and I spent many years feeling like it was a rejection. Why wasn't I enough? What I've come to realize is just like the other caller said, they say I didn't think my my kids would be better off without me. That isn't there isn't there a way to get through to them to convince them that they're wrong? Yeah, I try my hardest every day, but it is very difficult to get inside that that train of thought, that line of thinking. But there are yeah. some success stories, aren't there? Oh, yes. Actually, there is a movie that kind of said um, to one girl, a character in a movie said, when her mom had committed suicide, said, your mom was the reason, or that you were the reason your mom lasted as long as she did. Oh, okay. She, That's a different know, perspective, isn't it? it yeah. as long as she did because for you, yes. I've got to run. So, Thank you, Tiffany. Okay. I'm sorry about your dad. I appreciate you You're calling into a mental health worker saying, listen, it's not easy. We've got a lot more show to come. Keep it right here. 1-800-383-9624, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Back in a minute. This is the Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. 
Glad to have you here. Welcome to the program, the Joe Pag Show on your radio. Great radio stations across the land. On a Tuesday. All <laughs> no, that's a crazy train Tuesday. I. 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 I feel like I have to say I when he says I. I don't know why. But you disagree, Kerr? Come on. Kick it up. Glad to have you here. Welcome. There's a ton going on. A lot of people wanted to be heard. We left uh, melting down phone lines at the end of the hour. And uh, if, if we didn't get to you, tough. No, I mean, Come that's, on. Not, that's not nice Don't to say That's not nice. Don't be mean. Uh, and, uh, do me a favor. Send me an email. Or, or shoot me a Facebook uh, message or a, or a tweet or something. You can find all the, the ways to get a hold of me at joepags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. And uh, click on the email, the Facebook, the uh, the Twitter. I didn't put my LinkedIn up there. Probably just leave that off, huh? Mm, yeah, I'm still not, not sure I get the LinkedIn. I mean, I guess that's more of a business thing, right? I think it is, yeah. Uh, you. uh, you're fine. Hey, are you LinkedIn? Like during the day, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Get an email. Bob endorsed a, you know some friggin' uh, talent you have. I don't know, and it's like radio. Uh, okay, thanks, Bob. Sure. If Bob didn't tell me I could do radio, then I probably would have no shot here. <laughs> this is true. Well, it is. You have to and, listen uh, to Bob. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Billy says you know how to edit. Oh, well, thanks, oh, Billy. We appreciate nice. you. Never met Billy, but Billy just knows I know how to edit. Yeah. Thank you so great. much. Appreciate you. Billy's a jerk, though. Did I tell you what he said? Only no. I'm just no. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. JoePags.com. If you don't like the Facebook, you're one of the few. Hmm. We're at 148,000 now. Wow. And um, I think the potential audience is 150. So we have just about everybody. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, there are more than one? There's more than 150,000. Oh, there are oh, like half a billion people on Facebook? Yeah. So I have a small piece of what you're you saying. a very tiny piece. And compared to your page, which is, what do you have, 3,000? <laughs> a little over 3,000. Leave High me five. alone, okay? You still, do the, you still do the corn Quantity. trivia every day? I do not. The corn no. trivia on the Carrie Lockheed we web? don't do the corn trivia. Carrie, Carrie by the way, is uh, my news anchor in San Antonio. If you're wondering, well, who's the voice? So that's that's Carrie. She's the news anchor. Spelled K-E-R-R-Y-L-O-C-K-E-Y. Carrie no, Lockie is how it. it's uh, pronounced, and uh, it, you can stop by her page. A lot of corn paraphernalia on there. She's from Nebraska. No, that's not true. There is and no corn on my Nebraska, page. In Nebraska, you have to play the game Husky Husky Husker, mm-hmm. which is, is actually true. after school. You get off the bus and you run into the cornfields mm-hmm. and start ripping the, the corn off the stalk. Yeah. Then you shuck the husk. Uh-huh. Spin around three times as fast as you can, and in a dizzy stupor, you throw the you throw throw the it's what a, you throw an ear of corn against the barn, and you yell really husky husky husker. It's fantastic. And uh, you actually the regional champion three I years am. running. Yeah, how about God that? bless you. Mm-hmm. Now for breakfast, it would be corn flakes. Sometimes corn stew for lunch. No, no corn stew. Corn bread and a corn pie. I like corn bread for no dinner. Corn pie though, and no. um, Cornish hen. Sometimes mm, no, that's good. Yeah, not sure. bad. I go for Cornish hen. Mm-hmm. And uh, wait, just, the way Carrie explained it to me off the air before we started doing the show seven years ago. And by the way, she hated my guts. Oh my uh, god, I can't believe I have to work with this idiot. Hate. I have to work with this idiot. Right, hate's a very strong. About word. three months in, I was saying, "Oh, this is so fun." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the way you explained it to me, the reason why you guys in Nebraska do the corn so often is for fiber, just to keep things moving. No, I've can never you, said that. Can you that. pontificate about I, that? Go no, ahead. No, I will not. Go ahead. If you can, I don't just tell talk it, to you about Tell the stuff. listeners about keeping things moving. <laughs> no, I think that's important. It is, but I It was don't a moving story. That. It was good. <laughs> Thank no, you. No, I was I was flush with um <laughs> with redness when you told me about it. I did not tell you Seriously. anything about I was wiped out after you got done telling me that story. You kidding me? works. No. So there you go. Husky, husky, husker. If you haven't played it at your uh, gathering, then you're, just, you're missing out. You are. You're missing out. Husky, husky, husker! And then, and, then, and then do you run to the barn and grab the corn and then run back to the field? How does well, yeah, that work? Yeah, because you don't want to waste it. Wow. Right? And yeah. then you make the corn soup out of it? Mm, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Sure. Can't Let's believe that. Go for that. All right. Uh, lots going on in Missouri. Ferguson, Missouri. Had you ever heard of Ferguson, Missouri before in the not. last few days? No. Never heard of it? No. No idea. I know where it is now. Yeah, I do too. Um do we have any details whatsoever about why the police even contacted this this 18-year-old Michael Brown? No. Do Everything's kind of hush-hush. I mean, we don't really know all the details about it. I'm going to give you in a nutshell, in a very general fashion, what's going on. If you don't know what's going on, and, and here's a mistake I make sometimes. And let me tell you, let me, let me go on a tangent here for a second. I'm going to explain what I know about Ferguson, Missouri, and what the situation is. Mm-hmm. I once by a network executive who doesn't work for the network anymore, because I love everybody who works for the network now. You and when do. I say love, I mean, I love you. Mm, yeah. Anyway, okay. sort of like Janine Turner felt about me some years ago. No, she didn't. She didn't? No. She actually admitted it on the air. No, Can we she cue did that up? She was laughing. She was joking. You're laughing, like giggling, like, like, you know, a young girl would giggle. No. About, you know, having a no, crush. No, no, sorry. She had, a, she had a, a bit of a crush. We I can't blame her. No, no chance. No. She saw all no this. She was there. like, damn. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> so um, this is a few years ago. I on my on my national show, the weekend with Joe Pags. Oddly, they named it. It, it was that name, and then they hired me, which odd. is weird. Mm-hmm. So strange. Just fit right in. 
I actually did about a, a three or four minute backgrounder, a, a primer, uh, if you will, an explainer on Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Not the movie, the actual, you know, arms trafficking right. thing on the border. And I got the biggest load of crap from that person about talking about, why would you explain Fast and Furious? And I said, because most people don't pay attention to the news as much as I do. And if I'm going to have an interview on it or if I'm going to talk about it, I should probably make sure the audience is with me. If not, I'm going to lose them. Yeah. You know, I actually re-explain the stories that I'm talking about as I'm talking about them because we also have a lot of tune in and tune out. Mm -hmm. With this show, it's a lot of tune in. Nobody ever tunes out. Oh, nobody. Mm -mm. So I, you know, I, I got that flack and I said, no, no, just let me do what I do. It'll be fine. But I also took that lesson. I was like, well, there's a network executive guy. I mean, he must know what he's talking about. So I, I maybe I didn't explain things as much as I, I had for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a guy walk up to me in the gym the other day. It wasn't the other day. This, this is how old I'm getting. It was today. Wow, dude. And I'm working out. I'm throwing 315 around like a like a badass on the on the bench press. Sure, yeah. And if you don't think I can do that, go to the go to the Facebook page. Check uh, out his photos. Couple of pictures there, a couple, couple of selfies. Couple hundred. Couple of selfies. <laughs> we need a couple of hundred. Come on. Shut up. It's you not that all many. Over At least I didn't put on the fake, you know, horn rim glasses and act like I look smart on on my profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> who did that, Miss Profile that Picture? That was me. I wear glasses. Those, those are not your glasses. I That's, am smart. Oh, stop it. Those aren't too my glasses. Anyway, so I'm at the gym today, and I'm, and I'm on, on some machine, just finishing up on the, on the chest. And I'm actually, if you're watching the webcam, I'm actually doing the motion right now. <laughs> and you're right. Those are all mine. Sorry. Oh, um, please. Guy comes up. Hey, how's it going? We do the fist bump. At the gym, the universal hey, how's it going is the fist bump. Sure. I hate when you go for the fist bump and somebody's trying to shake your hand. Yeah. Because now, now you've got gym. a fist in the hand. And I'm like, well, what yeah, is, this is a sign of what? That's uncomfortable. We're at the same sensei, what the, same, the same dojo. I mean, I'm not sure what that is. It's like we're having a flashback to Karate Kid. Uh, so um, he says, so uh, what about this Benghazi thing? I swear, just out of the blue. Now, keep in mind, wow. Benghazi, it's almost two years ago now. Mm-hmm. No, it's not out of my mind. I know, I know what's out there about what happened. I know exactly how we were lied to about about a videotape and all this crap and Susan Rice and all these shows. But I don't know what he means when he says, what about this Benghazi? Right. Because, again, now I'm in the mindset Did something of, else happen? well, everybody What's knows about on? Benghazi now, right? I would think. And the guy goes, hope. well, you know, I'm just learning about this thing. What the heck happened? Hmm. So I started to realize, you know, this isn't a dumb guy. He's busy. He's working. Mm-hmm. Taking care of the family, sure. Taking the kids up at soccer practice, making things. sure there's enough food in the house, and the mortgage is paid. And he's not paying attention as much as we are. So explaining the big news stories of the day, not only isn't it bad, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about Benghazi, about what I knew, about well, what do you think it's a cover up, and what do you think happened here, and what do you think Obama was there? And and we had a nice conversation, but it really did, you know, bring home to me. That in what we do, we sometimes get jaded and think everybody knows everything we're talking about. Right. That's, that's why that's why getting into a story like we're going to in Ferguson, Missouri, um, it makes sense. I will tell people everything we know about that. You want to chime in about what you've heard? That's different than what I've heard. Let's do that, too. Okay. And then I'm going to ask a couple of simple questions. And those simple questions... Um, I think people listening, whether they're in the car or their truck or home, wherever the hell they happen to be, they're going to immediately have an answer. Then they're going to think and go, well, maybe my answer would be different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll do that when we come back. If you don't know what's going on in, in Ferguson, I'll, I'll give you this. That's the place where the riots are happening right now. 
That's the place where the looting is happening right now. And we'll explain how it got here and the reaction from local leaders and from outside of that community leaders. Um, and I'll ask a few questions. I, I think that people will have pretty interesting answers. 1-800-383-9624. Back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show. Show 1-800-383-9624. I haven't even gotten into what happened in Ferguson, Missouri yet, right? Right. But already I've got liberal Mike on the line from Houston. Okay. Already, I haven't said anything yet. Mm-hmm. Just basically said I'm going to give you sort of a, a, an update, a backgrounder. Right. And you're going to jump in with any information you have that I don't well. have. The FAA actually making a statement today. I know. What does the FAA have to do with you might think? Well, we'll get into that too. But I can't not... Go to Liberal Mike right now. You must. Because he's already just jumping right in. Mm-hmm. You have to. Now, Liberal Mike, have we spoken in a while or it's been a while? Joe, it's been a long time, man. Look, at, hey, 950 will never be the same without you, Joe. Well, I, I, am, back on, I am back on 950. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm hearing you for the first time since Beautiful. You Love just, it. Just without even telling me bye. I mean, that, that was awful. Thing. I called you. They said you wouldn't take my call. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what's on your mind? Now, I haven't even gotten into the background of this yet, but yet you're already blowing my phone up. What's up? Hey, man, um, you know, I, I'll keep my comment as a minimum. It's a sad situation that happened in, in it is. going on in Ferguson. Um, I, I'm one of these people, and I do admire the fact that you that you do educate your audience. You're 99% wrong most of the time, but wow. you, do, you, you wow. put your best effort out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, but look, I'm not going to hold you up. Man, I'm excited to hear you back on 950. I don't know what happened. I'm sure it's water under a bridge, man, but look. They lost their very best guy when they lost you. I'm glad you're back. Oh, Mike, that means a ton to me. Thank you so much, my friend. Mike, is, listen, Mike has argued with me and debated with me that's for nice. years. And and uh, he's glad I'm back on in Houston, How which is great. That? I think that's wonderful. Good now, deal. the reason, now that I've got him off the, the, the line, I'm going to tell everybody what the reason what they fired me because um, uh, Mike called in too much. No, that no, didn't it was. happen. They actually, well, they didn't fire me, but they said, <laughs> we just don't want you to be on the radio for a while. And then about a year later, I came back. So yeah, there you go. about that. Um, but we, we appreciate you, Mike. Thank you. And as you can hear in the background, Mike is a, is a, is a cop in Houston. Oh, he is. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. So, I mean, he actually will be a good guy to talk to after we have the information out there. Yes. And by the way, he calls himself Liberal Mike. He's not. Mm-hmm. No? You know why he liked me so much? Because he agreed with most of what I said. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. That's a liberal then. All right. So, so here is um, uh, CNN's background, on This is from Elliot McLaughlin. Or McLaughlin. I'm not really sure how you pronounce that. It's either McLaughlin or McLaughlin. I'll say McLaughlin. I'm going to say McLaughlin then. You would. I'll go with McLaughlin. Mm -hmm. Uh, What we know about Michael Brown's shooting is the title of the headline of the story. It's the case of he said, he said, the accounts of why a police officer fatally shot Michael Brown on a street in Ferguson, Missouri this weekend couldn't be more disparate. One side says the teenager was surrendering, his hands in the air to show he was unarmed. When the officer opened fire. Authorities countered that Brown attacked the officer in his car and tried to take his gun. I mean, Carrie, how do you make a decision when you hear two stories like that? I don't know. How is that possible? Now, There's only one that can be right. I've got friends. I've got relatives who are in, in the police force. Most agencies now in a bigger city, and I don't know how big Ferguson is. It's a suburb of St. Louis, is it not? Yes, it is. 
I mean, most municipalities have these video cameras now. Well, that was my question. Is Can where we is not the dash see it? cam video? Show us the dash cam. Please. So back to the story. One side says that. The other side says the other thing. The St. Louis suburb of 21,000 was racked by violence as protesters outraged over the 18-year-old Saturday shooting faced off with police. Now, that did happen, but CNN is misreporting this. Also, there were thousands upon thousands of quote-unquote protesters who were stealing new rims for their car and Mm. getting new big-screen TVs and burning down convenience stores. So let's not act like this is protests over the loss of of an 18-year-old. Some people did protest, and I think probably in the right way, and I'll tell you about that in a second. A lot of people, for no reason that makes any sense to me, are burning the city down. Mm -hmm. There's, There's a major separation of one thing, which is a righteous protest. You're not sure what happened, so you go and you protest to the police and you hold signs and you do things, but you, you do it nonviolently. That's what Dr. King would want. There's another side of people. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free any Anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Who allegedly are protesting, who aren't protesting, they're opportunists. And what they're doing is they're jumping on on the ability to go and get some free stuff. Right. They didn't know Michael Brown. They didn't care about Michael Brown. He happened to be a certain race. He was a black guy. So that that means to them, some of these bad guys that are doing looting, and I don't care who you are, I don't care what race they are, they happen to be black that are doing it on the video that I say, but it, it, it doesn't matter. What they're doing is illegal, criminal, bad, wrong, and horrible for the community. And they're doing it in the name of, oh, a black guy was shot. That's mm-hmm. that's that's horrific. We need an Al Sharpton out there. We need a Jesse Jackson out there to say, stop doing this. They won't do that. No, they're going to come out and they're going to say, hey, let's go get the cop. Trust me when I say that. Story continues. Although there were some reports of demonstrations that were peaceful, protesters held up their hands, as Brown reportedly did, and others demanded fair inquiry, chanting no justice, no peace. There were also reports of fires, looting, vandalism, and attacks on police officers. Now, you go to the police station, you hold signs saying no justice, no peace. That tells me if you don't give us what we want judicially, as far as justice is concerned, The opposite of peace, in my mind, is upheaval, is potentially violence. So no justice, no peace. This is only a few days old. No justice, no peace. Do what we say do right this second, or we're going to take the city down. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I do. I don't have a problem with you writing it on 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 a board, but that to me can be seen as a threat. Putting your hands up saying, don't shoot me, which is what a lot of them did, that's a righteous protest in my mind. It really is. If you think he was giving himself up and had his hands up and was saying, okay, you got me, no problem, and then you think the cop shot him, I think you have every right as an American to go down to the police station, put your hands up and say, don't shoot me. Without a doubt, Mm -hmm. I think you have that First Amendment right. 
You also have the First Amendment right to write no justice, no peace on, on, a, on a placard or on a, some sort of a cardboard. But that can absolutely be construed as a threat. If you don't give me what we see as justice, we're going to make sure there's no peace. I've got a problem with that. Um, one thing is for sure, the police, um, the police say it was self-defense by the yet-to-be-named officer, um, and many believe it doesn't jive with the accounts of those who say they saw the encounter. Here's what CNN has learned, according to the story. Brown was uh, spending the summer in the neighborhood with his grandmother, um, Desuria Harris, it looks like. She told CNN um, affiliate KMOV, she described him as a good kid. Family members say he was a recent graduate of nearby Normandy High School, was going to begin classes at Vatterot College on Monday. Brown and her friend were walking uh, to Harris's house, his mother and grandmother said when a Ferguson police officer confronted them. This is where the stories part ways. Dorian Johnson, 22 years old, told KMOV that he and Brown were walking in the middle of the street when an officer pulled up and told them, get the beep on the sidewalk. The young men replied that they were not um, that they were not but a minute away from the destination and they would shortly be out of the street, Johnson said. The officer drove forward, stopped and backed up, almost hitting the pair, according to Johnson. Quote, he tried to thrust his door open, but we were so close that it ricocheted off us and bounced back on him. I guess that got him a little upset, Johnson told the station. Still in his car, the officer then grabbed Brown by his neck, Johnson said. Brown tried to pull away, but the officer kept pulling Brown toward him, according to, to the witness, Johnson. Look, there's already, I'm confused about why this is even going on. Right. Already I'm confused as to what's the real story here. Already I'm trying to figure out in my little brain, very, very small. Very little. uh, My pea brain. Tiny. uh, Why things escalated like they did. Now, do I take what Johnson says at face value? I'm going to take what he says at face value as much as I'll take what the police officer says at face value. I think the truth is in between somewhere. One thing is for sure, there's an 18-year-old who's dead. A high school graduate that was going to go to college. And, and I'd like to know why. So would a lot of other people there. But rioting, looting, causing mayhem like that, not so much. one 800 This is the Joe Bag Show. Joe Pag Show, thank you for being here. 1-800-383-9624. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. Click on the Facebook or the Twitter. The email address, love to hear from you that way. Love to have you on the Facebook where you can comment on, uh, on the stories we're talking about and then some. All right, just want to pick up the story out of Ferguson, Missouri. And again, uh, at this point, a couple of guys walking to the aunt's house or, or whatever, or the grandmother's house. Or, and, and this is the story from the witness that was with Michael Brown who was killed. This guy's name is Johnson. Um, he says that his friend was pulled to the car, pulled toward the police officer. The officer was still in the car. The officer then, according to this report from CNN, um, says the officer drew his weapon and he said, I'll shoot you or I'm going to shoot and almost instantaneously fired his weapon, hitting Brown, Johnson said. Johnson and a bloody Brown t- 
took off running, and Johnson hid behind the first car he saw, he said. The officer got out of his car, according to him. Quote, he pursued my friend. His weapon was drawn, he said. He shot again, and once my friend felt that shot, he turned around, put his hands in the air. He started to get down, but the officer still approached with his weapon drawn, and he fired several more shots, and my friend died, he told uh, TV station KMOV. Quote, he wasn't committing any crime, bringing no harm to nobody, but my friend was murdered in cold blood, he said. That Brown was unarmed is undisputed. St. Louis County um, Police Chief John Belmar said every um, every casing found at the scene was from the officer's weapon. And he said at a Sunday news conference that Brown was not an, was not an innocent victim. Quote, the, the genesis of this was a physical confrontation, Belmar said, adding that Ferguson police asked his office to investigate the case. Without revealing um, what led to the, the, the dispute, Belmar said the preliminary investigation showed that the Ferguson officer tried to exit his vehicle, but Brown pushed him back into the car, where he physically assaulted the police officer and struggled over the officer's weapon, Belmar said. A shot was fired inside the police car, and Brown was eventually shot about 35 feet away from the vehicle, Belmar said. It's unclear how many times Brown was shot. Johnson said it was more than three. And Brown's mother said she was told he was shot eight times. Some witnesses say they heard as many as ten shots. Belmar said that only it was more than a couple. The officer is uh, on paid administrative leave. Now, one thing that that people who are there, quote-unquote, protesting, and I say quote-unquote because some are protesting and some are just there to, to steal stuff. But one thing they want is the name of the police officer. Now, this one is somebody who is very clear that I, a taxpayer, am the person paying the police department to, to serve and protect. This one, clearly to me, is, sorry to say, sad to report, this guy's name should be out there. He's a public servant. He's a man whose job it is to protect and um, serve. The officer's name, I don't think, should be hidden. Well, what about his safety, Pags? No, I hear you. And I feel for police. And I know it's a thankless job. And 99.95% of police, I think, are great men and women and do a job that many of us would not do, but we're glad they do it. But I, I think, without a doubt, this man's name should be out there because he works for us. Put him on paid administrative leave. If you've got to put him in some sort of protection, then put him in protection. I understand the fear. But I also understand that he answers to the public, not in a violent way, not in a looting way, but he's somebody who's on the payroll getting paid by us. And there should be transparency. I don't like how those um, who are causing more unrest are trying to force the name out. This is called the Ad Hoc Committee for Justice on Behalf of Michael Brown. Have you seen this flyer, Carrie? I have not. There's a flyer that they're handing out in the area. And I think further causing the uprising in in, um, what's happening in Ferguson, Missouri. Our demands, it says, number one, the officer involved in the shooting death of Michael Brown be immediately identified. Number two, the same officer should be immediately fired and charged with murder. So that's just Mm -hmm. idiotic. That's just idiotic. Number three, the Ferguson Police Department protocol handbook be distributed throughout the Ferguson community. Number four, the racial composition of the Ferguson Police Department should reflect the racial demographics of the community. So now you've got people who are race baiting, period, end of story. 
sounds like. If Ferguson is predominantly black, that's it. The police department should be predominantly black. Why? Because I can be a racist because I'm a black mm-hmm. guy. Well, that's not okay in my America. In my America, nobody should be racist. Everybody should be equal. The opportunity should be equal. Um, upcoming action items. Keep calling the Ferguson Police Department demanding justice for Michael Brown. Then they give the phone number. On Tuesday, August 12th, today... Tuesday, August 12th, join us in front of the St. Louis County Prosecuting Attorney Robert McCulloch's office, located at, and then there's the address. Supporting organizations. It looks like Taheed Youth Organization, Organization for Black Struggle, the new Black Panther Party, Morris Science Temple, Coalition Against Police Crimes and Repression, Nation of Islam, Mosque 28, Universal African People's Organization, and more to follow. Many of those organizations, whether they want to admit it or not, are racist organizations. They they hate they hate white people. They hate anybody who's not black. Some of them I don't know. But now now you're looking at telling people, basically telling people, we're going to do everything in our power to cause upheaval in this community until they do everything we want them to do. And Carrie, maybe I missed something. But this just happened, like Sunday. It did, yeah. So, what am I missing? You can't fire somebody and charge them with murder in two seconds. No. They're investigating a police shooting. Yes, there's a witness who says it went one way. Then there's the police officer who says it went another way. Oh, and by the way, in their haste to try to find out who the police officer was and identify him, I assume it's a him, um, what they're doing is a lot of these people that I just mentioned on Twitter, on other social media, Mm -hmm. They are putting a, a name out there of a police officer, and the cops are saying that wasn't him. Wow. That's now, that's a problem. Yeah, it is. This is why I say you should identify the police officer. He is a public servant. I understand. I understand. It's a safety issue for him and his family. I get it. But you know what? When you become a police officer, you take on that challenge. You take on that responsibility. It's a brave responsibility to take on for those of you who are listening who are police officers. But you also know that your name tag is right there. Your department is right there. Your badge number is right there. I mean, nobody. We're, we're not cloaking our police officers unless they're undercover or something. This guy was in a patrol car. So I don't see why that wouldn't be released. And as a matter of fact, it should be released. All right. It's 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Uh, let, me, let me be very clear. I don't know what really happened in the shooting. If Michael Brown grabbed the police officer or the gun... Well, then the police officer has every right to shoot him. If he didn't, if it went the way his friend Johnson said it went, well, then, yes, there should be criminal charges here. If it happened that way. So I've covered both bases. If it happened the way the cops say, it's a righteous shooting. If it happened the way Johnson said it happened, then it's not. It it could absolutely be considered murder. If it happened that way. I wasn't there. You weren't there. Most people weren't there. Most people looting weren't there. There was one person there, and I guess some other eyewitnesses around who have also come up and, and they've said what they saw as well, seemed to more corroborate, uh, corroborate what Johnson said than what the police officers said. Without a doubt, 100%, there is no rhyme or reason for looting other than I want free crap. I want free stuff, and I'm a thug, and I'm a no-good person, and I'm going to take advantage of the upheaval in my neighborhood to steal from businesses that actually add to the economy of my neighborhood. It's so stupid to attack yourself like that. And when you've got these so-called community leaders show up, and the picture 
that went along with that that pamphlet that I just read is of Al Sharpton. I don't know if he's there or not. Probably is. And if he's not, he's probably on the way. But if you show up in a community where you don't live and you're starting this this sort of upheaval and all these groups that allegedly are looking out for somebody, they're causing even more upheaval. They're the problem. They're the problem. I am so ready for so-called community leaders to step up and say, I'm going to now come at you like Dr. King would have. I'm now going to ask you to react the way Dr. King would have asked you to react. Peacefully. With strength of conviction. With strength in numbers. Protest the right way. And don't you dare go stealing stuff from our community. Don't you dare go hurting people from our community. Don't you dare do that. But it's like the the so-called leaders of today don't have the, the wherewithal or intestinal fortitude to do it the right way. I don't get it. We should not be seeing another riot in America. We should not be seeing a riot in a black community. There are many who would say we should not be seeing a dead 18-year-old black man. Okay, I hear you. And if it's, if it's wrong the way he was killed, if he was wrongly killed, if he was truly murdered, as some are asking for a charge of, well, then we should get there. But don't just say because he was black and you're black and the predominant race in the community is black, then therefore he was killed unjustifiably and I can go steal rims now. I can go burn down a convenience store now. I can go steal a big screen TV and an Xbox One now. That doesn't make sense. 1-800-383-9624. Tons of... Carrie, tons of people want to be heard on this. I bet they do. By the way, the FAA with an announcement about Ferguson, Missouri today, too. When we come back, I'll tell you about that. 1-800-383-9624. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. show on your radio i want to hit the phone lines here by the way the faa says that they are only only what, what word are they using not not imperative only um, oh, only emergency planes and aircraft can fly over ferguson missouri right now right faa bans all non-emergency aircraft over ferguson do they really think people are going to try to shoot planes down well that's what happened that police helicopter it well, was shot they at. shot at it yeah did they shoot back I don't think so. I'm not sure. I mean, really? I mean, we truly need a an MLK-like figure, a real community leader, a real leader that will that will work with people to right wrongs and bring justice where there is injustice. Not you don't steal a new a new set of dubs. That's not going to bring justice. And you don't shoot at police helicopters. <sighs> to the phone lines here is going to be John on line one. John, thanks from Pennsylvania. What's up? Hey, uh, John, thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Um, I just wanted to say uh, two things. I think that, uh, first of all, it's a tragedy that this kid lost his life. Um, I uh, can see this turning into another Trayvon Martin situation where um, all the facts aren't out in the beginning. And, um, you know, everyone's – he was a straight-A student, and he was a very good kid. Never been in trouble before. Um, I just think that the Ferguson police – Police Department needs to get this uh, investigation out and done as quick as possible, and they need to be uh, open to the public with what they have and 
honest about the facts of the case. Well, it's it's hurting them big time. And John, thank you. It's hurting them big time by not being transparent immediately. It's hurting them big time. It makes you look like you're hiding something by not putting it out there immediately. You know, when when the police chief in St. Louis, who's asked to come and investigate, because Ferguson's not going to investigate itself, when they bring in the police chief from St. Louis and the police chief says, I'll just say it was more than a couple of bullets. Well, how many freaking bullets? You can't tell us that? You should be able to. Because now it, looks, now it looks like you're just hiding. You're hiding stuff, and that's not going to appease anybody. That, to me, is making things worse. Let me go to the phone lines here and say hello to uh, line three is Pat in uh, San Antonio. Hi, Pat. What's going on? Hi. I know the police have a thankless job, but sometimes I believe they just, like, sometimes get a little bit out of control, and I'm worried that maybe that's what happened here. I mean, I've experienced that. I know you have when you're trying to pick up your daughter that time on the street. They get just get a little I, – I don't know if this maybe just escalated to something they shouldn't have. It's no excuse for the looting, and I'm – all I wanted to say. I right, mean, I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, he's referring to, uh, you know, I got a, I got hassled pretty badly once by by a, a cop in San Antonio. Who, again, I support these guys a lot um, because I wanted to go and pick up my daughter. They had a part of an auditorium, the Alamo Dome. Um, they had where you would normally pick up and drop people off, closed off for some reason. I'm like, why do you have this closed off? Because we want to. And if the guy had a real attitude, maybe it's because he was working on a Saturday or a Sunday. I don't know what, the, what his problem was. But, yes, yeah, sometimes you can certainly run into a police officer who's wound up. It is a high-stress job, and I think that you're always on guard, which is a shame mm-hmm. because I would like for most police officers I've run into, and Carol, I don't want to say anything, but I've been pulled over by, by, a, by a few. Quite a few I've yeah. been pulled over by a few. Yeah. Most are really great people. Very but, nice. but some really do like the uniform goes to their head, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lay that on the shoulders of the Ferguson Police Department because I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't really know the story. I hope above all hope, and this is really where we are in this day and age, especially since Rodney King. I hope above all hope we have some sort of video of this because if we yeah, do, it'll too. be much easier to decide. Definitely, because it already sounds like um, this police chief is taking the officer's word for it. And not the word of the of the witness. Now, the witness could be lying, and the officer could be lying. All I ever wanted in the Trayvon Martin-George Zimmerman case was the truth. And, and that's sort of where we are here. But to say in a day that it's time to go loot and go steal stuff and time to shoot people, there are people shooting guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, or it's time to, to go to the police department and, and hold signs saying, do what we say or there's going to be violence. That's, to me what no justice no peace means then you've got these these groups that are just there um to to race bait and to gin up more hate it's not helping anything back at it let me say hello to uh line five is john hi john what's going on hey how you doing john living the dream my friend what's up okay i'm a 15 year old or 15 year veteran with law enforcement gonna say you sound older than 15 man wow i know yeah 15 year uh year veteran with law enforcement in delaware and i was in the military before that at this point, I have to disagree with you as far as putting his name out there. With threats made and the way the people, a lot, some of the people are acting down there, his family and everybody else is at risk. And I think if it had been a peaceful demonstration and people just wanted to get the facts, I think his name would have been out there already. But at this point, I don't think it accomplishes anything that he's putting his name out there. Let's put, you know, let's 
possibly putting him in harm's way or his family in harm's way. Well, something that's really important, John, I appreciate your service. Now, you and I are going to disagree about this. Um, George Zimmerman's name was known the night he shot Trayvon Martin, and I think that was okay for us to know that because, again, the police arrested him or brought him in. Um, you know, He had a mug shot that was taken. All of that is done on the community's dime. If I'm a taxpayer, and I am, and so are you, I'm paying for every emergency service in my city. I think I have a right to know everything they do with my money. And one of those things is who this cop was. Now, I don't want, clearly you know that I don't want the cop's name out there so he can be, you know, um, uh, terrorized by people. You know, put him in a safe place, get his family to a safe place, go on vacation, you know, a thousand miles away, whatever you have to do. But we have to tell the community who you are. And and, and the, the real problem is, John, now those people who are starting the trouble in Ferguson are putting the wrong officer's name out there. That's not very good, is it? No, it isn't, absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, we have a whole group of people that want to take advantage of situations like this to do what they want to do. Right. No, I'm with you. I, 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 I agree with you. I appreciate what you do, but having family members in law enforcement, if, if I had a family member and I've got one as a lieutenant sheriff or a lieutenant on the sheriff's department, uh, another as a dispatcher, has been for 35 years, um, if, if they were involved in a shooting, I would, yes, be okay with the taxpayers knowing his name. I would. And that's a family member of mine. Not because I want him in harm's way, but because he knows, like, like you know, that you answer to the public. You get paid by us, so you know, having full disclosure with us should not be a problem. Well, we're going to have to disagree on okay. that one because at this point, I just think it doesn't accomplish anything by having it out there. It's not going to change anything. Well, it does accomplish something. It lets me, the taxpayer, know um, who it was that was involved in the biggest story that's tearing my community down. And, and it might give us more insight into what his background was on the police force. Has he been involved in shootings before? Does he have a violent uh, history? Is he a peaceful guy? I mean, I think we deserve to know. The taxpayers in that community, I think, deserve to know the, the players here. The, other, the, the dead guy's name is out there his background his family's talking he was going to go to college he just graduated from this high school i think the entire story should be known by the people who are footing the bill but that's just me okay well you're saying his background out there i'm not necessarily sure that it, it is i got i gotta run brother i gotta go keep it here you're listening to joe pags Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. You betcha. Glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. It is the Joe Pag Show on your radio for a Tuesday. <laughs> Swing it. That's how it goes. Millions of people live in this Maybe it's not too late. People aren't used to the show. Carrie, by, by next week or two weeks from now, they'll be like, hey, hey, where's the crazy train? I'm sure they Right will. now they're going, seriously, what's up with what the city? What is this? What's up with this guy? <laughs> we want the other guy back. 
Um, so, I mean, do you believe in this whole they die in threes thing? Uh, no. You see I this? Mean, sometimes it happens, though, but... You see this? No. What? L- Lauren Bacall died. Oh, you're kidding. No, 89 years old. Oh, awful. Died at the uh, Dakota, which is the apartments where she lived in the Upper West Side, I believe. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, I just That's watched shame. a really crappy movie with her in it the other day. Mm-hmm. And she was the best so. thing in the movie. Uh, but she's from a couple of years ago. She was still acting a couple of years ago. Yeah, she was. Oh, she was fantastic. Movie called The Forger. I've never seen that one. Um, let, let me check and see how many stars it has. Nope, no stars. <laughs> it had it had two sucks though. Ooh, no, no, no stars. That bad. So, uh, but she was great in oh, in the movie, man. and you know, one of the classic Hollywood beauties. Oh, absolutely, she was gorgeous. So that's uh, re- being reported by the Hollywood Reporter. Oh wow! So there you Very go. Sad. Uh, died of a stroke. And because how old she, was she? She appeared to be reasonably healthy in the movie. Uh, 89. 89. Hmm. 89. So there you go. Uh, a little, we'll bring you the news as we get the news. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about this cat call story for a couple of days now. Do we want to do the cat call story? I think you have to. We've been talking about it for a couple of days and have just been putting it off. Eh, I guess something else happened. <laughs> Plus, we have to talk at some point about this this idiot uh, cornerback for the for the Cowboys, a Skandrick. Mm-hmm. He went to Mexico to party and didn't realize he was taking banned substances. Oh, yeah. Hmm. How old do you have to be as a professional football player making millions of dollars? How old do you have to be to start taking responsibility for what you're (laughs) ingesting? You know what I mean? When you are a pro football player, you have to be responsible. Come on. When, you know, like Barry Bonds, the home run king, all-time home run king, although most people really still look at Hank Aaron as the guy. But Barry Bonds um, was saucing up like crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And he doesn't deny that he was taking steroids or some performance-enhancing drug. But he claims he didn't know that he was getting it. He would go to the clinic, and whatever the guy at the clinic said take, he just took it. He had no clue what it was. I see. He gained 30 pounds of muscle in like four months. But he didn't have That's any idea that what one, was happening. Huh? They had uh-huh. no clue. Uh-huh. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. So we'll talk about this Scandrick guy at some point, too. He's just stupid. The whole thing's just dumb. We've got that for you, which is always nice. Uh, by the way, if you want to see what uh, what Shepard Smith said, it's it's on my part of the website now. Just stop by JoePags.com and click on the America Now if you want, or click on the station where you're listening if it's listed there. And, and uh, you can go and watch that. Also on my Facebook, 
Facebook.com slash Joe Talk Show. I actually did guilt some people into going and liking the page. Did you really? Well, I, I, said I said you're not one of the cool kids if you don't like the page. <laughs> oh, that works. And people went and liked it. They actually were like, I want to be cool. Well, they do want to be cool. But uh, I just I just wrote, uh, you know, I don't know what happened in Ferguson, Missouri, neither do you. And then, and then But, you know, here's what I know. We need to have community leaders that will actually bring calm while they, while they insist on an investigation. And a lot of people are commenting on that. Some people, as predicted, are saying stupid things. Of course. But uh, most people seem to have a pretty uh, pretty interesting comment on that. Plus, you can also comment on uh, my having Janine Turner on in the first hour and uh, and, and plenty more. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to talk about Jim there. Jam-packed so far. It really has been. So, cat calls. And I thought about this for a couple of days now. Now, keep in mind, a little background on me for those who don't know. I've got a mother and three sisters. I've got a wife and four daughters. Plus, I've got two of the three co-workers I have here on the show. Well, actually, three if you include Miranda, who's still actively involved in the program. Uh, three women, and then Polo and I are struggling to you know, keep I'm our head above water. which is estrogen. A, absolutely. And that's why you need such big, tough, testosterone-filled men like us. Right, Polo? <laughs> right. He's okay, like, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I've never done a cat call. Good. I've never done that to a girl or a woman. Yeah. Polo, have you done that? No, I, I can't whistle loud enough. But I don't see you doing it even if you could. No. You're just not that dude. No. Which is why you don't have a girlfriend. Probably. No. What? That's not true. You want to get the ladies, you got to say, hey, get it over here. Yeah. No. No? That's Clearly not how you get the ladies. That doesn't work? That's not how it works? Um, Carrie, have you had somebody cat call you? Not recently. No. I don't recall asking you a time frame. <laughs> not recently. Well, not in the past 17 well, days. Yeah, no. in the past, yeah. Uh, Karina, yeah, you, ju- Karina jumped on the phone. She knew this was coming. <laughs> Karina, yes or no? Has anybody cat called you? Yeah, had it happened. Recently? Because Carrie seems to think that matters. Um, Within the last year? Yeah. Can, I, can I just say this? Okay. I hate this chair. I know you do. It's, honestly, <laughs> we're the biggest media there. company on earth. We, we don't have a chair that can lock. Mm, People no. on a webcam are going, what the hell is he doing? Well, I can't sit video. up now. You're all laid back. And I'm not laid back. I just can't relaxed. sit up. Well, sorry. Sit up. Let's go. Oh, God. My, my abs hurt. No. What abs? Poor <laughs> <laughs> baby. I actually, um, I went to the doctor. I had my abs removed surgically. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Oh, okay. Okay. So have you ever cat called a guy, Karina? No. Why'd you make a face like maybe you had? You I've made never a face heard like of maybe. Cat calling a Are you guy. kidding me? Really? Really? Ask me the question. Have you ever cat called? No, I've never cat called. Or have anybody. you? Has somebody given you a cat call? Absolutely. Really? The women can't stop cat calling me. Oh come on! Kidding me? It's a struggle. <laughs> it's a day, struggle in this right? day and age. Every day. No, uh, let's be perfectly honest. Without a doubt, I've had, this is not recently, but I've had women cat call me in my life, sure. Mm-hmm. They're just joking around or whatever. They're not like, hey, baby, you know. And, uh, and yeah. actually, and this goes all the way back to high school, which is 1941. But, but back in high school, um, I, I had girls pinching my butt. Really? No. They, you, you, you people are very aggressive. Uh, some of us people. Very aggressive. It was unwanted, <laughs> too. It was unwanted sexual uh, um, forwardness. Oh, I'm and just sure knock it was off. very unwanted. Polo, have you been cat called? I don't think so. Any butt grabbing from somebody you didn't really know? Uh, no. Why, well, you guys suck. What a boring <laughs> lives you guys lead. 
Seriously, very boring lives. Now, now, let me ask you this, Karina. You've you've been catcalled in the, in the past year. You said uh, Carrie can't remember, so it might have been in the cornfields when she was fourteen. Uh-huh. But um, does it matter who's doing it, or is it always out of line? I never look. That's a lie. No, seriously. That's a lie. You I know, never you know, look. You know why I know you look? Why? Because just in case it's Blake Shelton. No. You wouldn't want to miss that if it happened to be Blake Shelton. Don't even lie. No, I I don't look. I just feel like it's better if you don't acknowledge it. She'd probably recognize it. It kind of scares me. <laughs> she would recognize the cat Yeah, ball? I would yeah. know. You would not know. If, if you can't tell, she's turning red right now because <laughs> that's her dude. She likes Blake Shelton. Um, Karina, one last question. Was Blake Shelton at all the reason for your recent breakup? You're terrible. What? I can't believe you what? bring this up. Every what are you time talking talk about? about? What? No, I he wish, wasn't. I wish people could feel how awkward it gets when you do that. <laughs> like for the rest he of us. He loves it to be awkward. Was was choosing your most recent boyfriend, did the fact that his name started with a B have anything to do with why you said yes to dating him? No. <laughs> She's not happy about this. Of course he's not. Yeah, no. What? But what? I mean, I think there's certain traits that Blake Shelton has that it would have been nice if he, you know. No, I met your your ex-boyfriend. He didn't have anything going on. I'm just saying he wasn't. Oh, oh, what? No, no. He's listening. We liked the guy. Great guy. They were so rude. I mean, they were like polar opposites. She she like looked up on Match.com the anti-Blake Shelton and got the guy. (laughs) What? Really? Don't look at your phone Leave for the next few alone. hours because it's going to be blowing up. <laughs> the text messages are already he coming He stopped in. after the last time oh, did he? talked about him. Mm-hmm. You know he was dating you to get to me. You know that's what was going I on. I know. He really was. Duh. He meets me. You guys broke up two days later. What the hell was that all about? That's not very good. All right. So the bottom line is this. When when, you, when somebody cat calls you, and if you don't that is. I guess it's just that, or is it, hey, baby, hey? Well, I, I always mean, thought is it was, it all yeah, that? hey, baby, come here. I think it could be all that. What, what, did, what did you think it was, Karina, when somebody did that to you? I mean, what goes through your mind as a woman, do you think, oh, what a disgusting pig, or, hey, I'm looking good today? Or, I mean, what, what's the visceral reaction? Um, I'm offended, or I'm kind of, like, worried, I guess, if I'm by myself, and that's usually when it happens. Does it happen in a dark alley late at night at no, 4 o'clock in the morning? No, I, mean, I stay away from those. But I'm just saying, like, I, it's not, I don't take it as a compliment. Do you know where it happened? Yes. Was it at school? Um, Yeah, I was on campus. And you were with other people? I was walking between classes, so. And you were scared, literally? I mean, I wasn't, like, scared for my life, but I just don't, it's not something I'm, like... I don't appreciate it. See, it's not a compliment. It makes you feel uncomfortable. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe men, feel take, uncomfortable. men take it differently because when I got catcalled, I was like, yeah, you damn straight. I know you would. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you It makes you feel that. good. Isn't that a compliment that somebody thinks that you're attractive enough to say, hey, baby, looking good? Well, yeah, if they don't get real nasty about it. Yeah. Wait, well, it could, well, it could well, be like, hey, you're When we good. come back, we'll find out what level of nasty it got to. Mm-hmm. And we'll make fun of her ex-boyfriend again. No, we won't. And uh, we'll take phone calls from women. I want to hear from women now, Karina. I don't want to hear the men calling in what they think, because I already know what the men think. Uh, I'll tell you from a man's perspective what I think they think when they're doing the cat calls. Mm-hmm. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Joe Pag Show back after this. Joe Pags. 
here. The Joe Pag Show on your radio. Thanks. Cat calling. But let's take it. And, and I know that, that many people listening, especially the women, are, are not going to like the comparison. But cat calling. Let's take it to compliments. I mean, th- there's a right place and a wrong f- place for compliments, mm-hmm. too. It's true. Uh, I'll use this for an example. In this building where we work. A lot of people in upper management are women, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are very attractive. It would be inappropriate for somebody who works for them to, to be gushing about that. Yes. Very inappropriate. So I should stop? You should stop. Okay. I'm just, I'm just checking. Yes. Stop it. But in the human experience, we all like feeling good about ourselves, mm-hmm. and we feel better about ourselves when, when others notice... That we're like, I'm doing something positive. I've been back in the gym five months, right? Yeah. Working my face off. Whether you want to admit it or not, I'm in better shape than I was five months ago. You are, yes. I'm working hard. So there are people in the building who have said, holy crap, you look great. Mm-hmm. That's and I was good. Like, I was like, do you have to say the word crap in the same <laughs> sentence as, as <laughs> how I look? great. Um, and I feel good about that. Now, if what women are saying about cat calls is true, I guess I would take somebody saying, you look great, look at you, wow, that's great. And I would compare it to them maybe saying something like, man, uh, really, you should be naked. Or, no. you know, hey, hey, let's do it. No, 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 no. Is that you l- can't compare those. So that's not. No, 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 no. Because, again, because I'm saying, no, hear me out. I'm saying a cat call would be like the people who have complimented me saying, let's see what you look like naked. Mm-hmm. Is that sort of the, the way a woman takes a cat call? Uh, well, some women, I think, take it like that. No, I asked for a women. I've got I've got women on the line, and and there's an opening for one more if you want. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. But of course, Jim had to call in. Of course, from Austin, <laughs> and Jim is now going to set men back another hundred years oh, with no. his comments on this. I'm just I'm predicting oh, that. Oh no! Go ahead, Jim. What's going on? Oh no, Joe! No, 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 no. Uh, it's all about the perception of how you view yourself versus how you think the woman views you, okay, and vice versa. Say you're walking. Now, this is going to be in public. This is not a business environment. This is not a workplace environment. This okay. is a public environment like walking down the bar, you know, walking on the street to the bars. Okay. you got a group of guys yeah. that look like they're straight out of prison, look like they're about to commit a crime, and they whistle a little girl. Do you think the girl's going to be impressed? Of course not. Now, if that same group of guys, if they just got out of a wedding, they're all dressed nice and neat, and they whistle at the woman... I think it's going to be a little bit different story. It's all about how you perceive the person who's, uh, I guess, admiring you from a distance. Yep, he's coming off like a caveman. I knew it, Jim. I knew you were going to do that. If, if, if the guy looks good enough, what you're saying is if the guy is attractive and he looks good enough or the group of guys look good enough, the woman will be complimented. Oh, thank you. But, oh, but, yeah. but if, it's, if it's a bunch of people who look like they might go rob a bank any minute, then, uh, like Karina said, you're running away and you're ignoring what they're saying. Go report it to the cops. So they'll complain. They'll go do everything. In their so power. that's happened to you then? Shut up! No, not at all. But I've seen it. I've seen it happen. <laughs> yes, it has. God, tell you, he was in that group <laughs> of people, and that Karina ran away from that day. No, I'm sure it Jim was probably wasn't. him. No, doing the cat call. He seems like a very nice guy. The, the reason why I brought this up is because how stupid is that study? It is stupid. Talk it back is. to them. No, go, ask for directions. Go blog about it on on social no. media. No, no. If you see a woman in distress, go ask the man that's distressing her for directions because there's no, no way he'll distress you. <laughs> that's 
crazy. Don't do that. Uh, let me go to Jessica. Jessica's going to gonna bring this full circle, going to make me understand a woman's perspective because you two women here, eh, oh, you know what I mean? Eh, I'm going to yeah. go, eh. Jessica, what's going on? Hey, Joe. It's going fine, I guess. Holy um, mackerel. You sound, you sound hot tonight. Mm. <laughs> Great. Thanks. What? Did, did I make you uncomfortable or was that acceptable? Well, it just makes everything I'm going to say that much more difficult. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. All right. I am 36 years old. I am a mother of six kids ranging from 16 to 2. And just recently, one of my sons turned 12. And I was at ATV, and I had balloons and a birthday cake. And it was, like, later in the evening because I was wanting to surprise him in the morning. Yeah. And these three guys come up, and no kidding, the one in the middle, I saw him. As soon as he looked at me, I was like, oh, here we go, you know? And he literally, like, moved from the middle, came around to the edge, and was like, hey, it's my birthday. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the, the pickup line was, hey, it's my birthday? Yes, and he is screaming this at me. I mean, <laughs> I'm just walking. I totally ignore him. I just kept walking to my car. He is yelling. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Over and over again. What? You don't want to celebrate my birthday? Oh, man. The parking lot. So you invited him over for the birthday party or no? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Um, But that's the kind of thing that's like ridiculous but, but, but let me let me ask you this what do you think his goal really was because he knew he had no chance of being invited to the birthday did he think you were going to say hey why don't we do it now that we're here at the grocery store what what do you think, think his ex was, was he around it was he around a bunch of other guys or by himself he just had two he had two friends with him and i think he was just want to look cool that's that's all it was he was wanting to look brave and, and macho in front of his friends or whatever most of the time that i get stuff like that it's because they're around other guys and it's some sort of macho thing i don't know now every once in a while i'll get you know like the double take or a whistle or whatever i don't really mind those all that much they don't make me feel super uncomfortable right. because it is kind of nice right. to notice every once in a while but it, there's just there's a line that you can tell the difference between somebody who's doing it to be cool or trying to be a jerk or whatever or somebody who's actually giving you a compliment right somebody who's appreciating the way you look at that time because there's like this line that they cross and it's like in their face it's in their demeanor it's in everything that they are that they're looking at you in a, this lewd way versus just a nice hey oh wow that was a nice looking person so okay. just, so just so i'm clear next time i see you at heb or at the grocery store i should not act like that again yeah absolutely not thanks and 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 how had the birthday party turn out because i didn't get to go and the cake was wonderful. Let, let me I tell love you. The hey, Jessica, let me just tell you something. This was the best phone call I've gotten all day. Oh, I'm so glad to make your day. Jill. See, she, 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 now she's creeped out, Carrie. That's you the, are. You sound creepy. I, do, I sound like stop. me. I'm just you whispering a little bit. You're creeping all of us out. <laughs> I am not creeping Stop anybody it. out. Yes, Jessica, are. are you creeped yeah. out? Yes, she is. No, because I know you're a goofball. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank God. All right, Jessica, thank you. Get, get off the phone. What's the matter with you? So so we've, we've got uh, poor Jessica, who obviously uh, is, is yeah. a super hot mother of six or something. Yeah, what, you're, what you're not seeing is 
both of them, yeah, both of the females yeah. working with us, look towards me, right, and they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what?" I mean, I'm I'm, I'm doing a topic here, yeah, and. <laughs> But the yeah. way you talked, Jessica just, was begging for me to hit on her crazy. just then, no, and I wasn't even hitting on not. her, just saying things. She was I was not. saying words, no, and you know, I both females looked at you because they kind of liked what I was saying to her, but they were mad that I wasn't saying it to them. No, not thank you, close. not even close. Listen, I I got to tell you, um, it, it's to me, Jessica actually told us more than than she thought she was gonna. That mm-hmm. she, well, it depends on. Because a compliment's nice. But, yeah, a little whistle. But when the compliment comes off as lewd, and here's the interesting part, the woman has the discretion as to whether she thinks it's lewd or not. Yes, of course she does. Because again, if a guy said, hey baby, how about it, to Karina, and they were with a group of you know idiots at college like it was, she's walking faster and ignoring them. Mm-hmm. If Blake Shelton says, hey baby, how about it? She's like, oh, let's talk for a minute. How you doing? <laughs> telling is a different thing completely and jessica actually just went there yeah she said yeah. if it comes off as lewd it's up to the woman's discretion like, like if i say it women like it because i've got that deep manly voice polo no. says it eh, you know what i mean not a lot of women may not so, what like come on what are you yeah. giving me no. a face because <laughs> you you would still come off as that old creeper listen here's here's <laughs> oh. here's the thing first of all not that old but but here here's the thing i have not been in the dating world in 25 years i would have no clue how to do it right so it's not like i even would know what it would Obviously, I keep on thinking the cat call is, hey, baby. And you guys are like, that's not a cat call. I don't no. know what the hell a cat call even is at this point. <laughs> well, you know, and, and when you were talking to, to Jessica. And by the way, she enjoyed that phone call more than she'll admit. But go ahead. I'm, I'm sure she did. Yeah. You know, and if that guy kept going on and on about the whole party thing. Yeah. All she had to do, and because guys like this probably would have gotten scared off. Yeah. If she would have said, well, if you want to come, I mean, it's for, you know, one of my six kids. You know, he And then probably, he would have run away. Of course. He would have backed off instantly. Or he would have said, damn, mama, you look good for having six kids. <laughs> well, <laughs> you yeah. never know. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it could possibly It depends on who the guy is. True. Already he's that guy. He's approaching. Right. Obviously, she's a mother because she's get, you know buying like kid stuff here. Of course. Uh, balloons and a cake. He didn't care. Really? No. But, but, but honestly, what did, she, what did this guy expect? Let's do it at the grocery store? Yes, no. come to my son's birthday party. We'll sneak into the friends. bedroom for a minute. No, no, trying, no, no. He was, sometimes when guys do that kind of stuff, it's also because they're trying to break the ice. And if they can get in there and, and, you know, make the girl laugh, then that starts the conversation. So. But he's got no game hmm. at all, does he? No. If that's how he breaks the ice? <laughs> that's yeah, bad. I mean, that's pretty bad. That's that pretty is. bad. I'd be like, hey. Oh, boy. <laughs> did heaven lose an angel? Oh, <laughs> no. 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 So this, is rusty, why, this is why I'm holding you rusty. rusty. I was never any good at it. Oh, man. It's uh, 1 800 383 9624. 1 800 383 9624. This Scandrick deal, what he took while in Mexico that he claims I had no idea it was illegal. Um, and, and, uh, and a couple of more quick hits before some pop culture on the Joe Pag Show. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Hey, glad to have you here, the Joe Pag Show on your radio. Great radio stations across the land. 
One more quick call on, on the cat calls. We got uh, Robert on the line. And, and by the way, the reason for even doing the topic is because of how stupid a study on this is. Um, and, and the study, you know, as usual, will try to make the men look like complete idiots. There was actually a video that Karina gave me the other day that, that shows men doing cat calls. But instead of actually doing the cat calls, uh, they're saying what they really mean. I, I'm a very small uh, man, and I, I have security issues. Yeah, baby. Okay. You know, and so they're doing that. That's just stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been going on forever. And, yeah, some people can be lewd, rude. They can be leering at you. They can be doing all that stuff. And, and that's just a rude person that doesn't have a whole lot of self-esteem. But I think in our society, we, we, we tend to start getting scared that, okay, well, is this sexual harassment? Am I now giving an untoward or unacceptable compliment? And, and I think that studies like this make us feel that much more unsure. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of us are pretty good people. And we're not acting dumb like this. And, and the few so people good. that do act like that in the group mentality, they can kiss my ass. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me go to uh, Robert on line two. Robert, wrap it up for me. Let's go. All right, sir. I know you got to move on here. Um, I've been happily engaged for five years right now, but my girl is... Marry her. What is your problem? Marry her. Come on, dude. <laughs> I'm getting married in December, but wow. she gave me some tips here. Okay, she go ahead. told me for once, she said, all guys will look. The first thing is you never make comments and you never look at a girl if she's with her guy. Okay. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, if you're driving by like a convenience store or a parking lot and you honk at a girl, she turns to look who's honking. She is very interested in who's honking at her. Oh, no. So that should give you <laughs> that's some not, kind of that's thing not true. to pull up and talk to her. No, it's not. No, what is it? Your girlfriend told you this? Yes. and I Don't, don't, mar- no, no, don't marry her. I have gone no, by convenience stores. I've gone by parking lots and honked, and some girls look, and the majority of them do not. She says the ones that look are the ones who are interested in who's looking at. No, them. They, no, the ones who look want to know what the hell you're honking at. Well, <laughs> they want to know if there's an accident happening behind them. Come on, your girlfriend told you this. She told me this. No, you're gonna have to break up or get a different one. <laughs> no, Y'all let, have a good night. Take care. We appreciate it. Robert's getting bad advice from the girlfriend. I think so. No, that's not. Oh, Did Robert really say the girlfriend <laughs> said if the girl the looks back that you should stop pulling and talk to her? Yeah, because that means she's interested. This is why he's been engaged for five years. No, maybe so. No, that's wrong. I think he might have an he's invisible wrong. girlfriend. <laughs> it might not be real. So? All right, this guy Orlando Scandrick, who is um, a player for the, he's a cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. Claims that he had no idea he was taking a banned substance. He was in Mexico, party hard hey, mm-hmm. party hard hey, get it done. He took something called the Molly. You know what the Molly is? Molly is the is a pure form of the drug that you make ecstasy out yeah, of. I've heard about that? So you're in. I just, I just, just so I understand, your career is to run around and play a game. Mm-hmm. You're making millions of dollars. And you're in a foreign country taking a drug you're not sure what it is. No. Well, there not you go. good. That makes sense. Not smart. Now, now I get it. It does not make I sense. I didn't get it a minute ago. <laughs> now I get it. This is from the AP. Dallas cornerback Orlando Scandrick blamed his positive drug test that led to a four-game suspension for violating the NFL's policy on performance-enhancing drugs on a recreational drug he took in Mexico that he didn't know contained an amphetamine. Huh? Scandrick took the blame for the error Tuesday and apologized to his family, teammates, and organization for the mistake that will force him to miss the first month of the season. Quote, it was just a bad decision, you think? It was a bad decision. Quote, I should have never done it. I didn't do it with the intent of knowing it would be, uh, I would test positive. 
I know we get random tests, but I don't take anything to enhance my performance. I wasn't taking anything to enhance my performance. Skander tested positive in April, but appealed the penalty. The suspension was upheld Monday, yesterday. And the league officially announced the suspension on Tuesday. Some would call that today. Skandrick apologized to his teammates Monday night and said he appreciated the support he got from the team. We're here for each other, Skandrick said. Or do, do we just call it Molly Face now? <laughs> no, really? let's not. But that was stupid. Hey, in Mexico, what? Take the pill? Sure, I'll take the pill. No, what the hell? Don't do that. Let me just take the pill. Not smart. A couple of stories I'm looking at for tomorrow, which should be pretty interesting. The ACLU says it will sue the military if Chelsea Manning, of course Bradley Manning, is not given gender treatment. Failure to provide the transgender inmate with medical treatment violates her well-established constitutional right to be free from cruel and unusual punishment. I want to make sure I understand. Wow. Bradley Manning, now going by Chelsea Manning, Mm -hmm. who stole the secrets... And then gave the secrets to the WikiLeaks, right? Right. Now, uh, thinks he's a she. And I haven't read through the whole story yet, but I'm sure the ACLU is saying that you and I will have to foot the bill to make this person a full female like he or she wants to be. And that's what it sounds like. And if, if not, then the ACLU is going to sue the armed forces. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. We'll see how that That's works. a nice story that we're looking into. Yeah. And the relatives of Aunt Jemima. Oh, yeah, that Aunt Jemima. Mm-hmm. They want some Monet. Oh, do they? Oh, they want cash. I mean, a lot oh, of money. boy. I'll tell you why tomorrow. All Let's right. do some pop culture. Back up. Dirty pop. I have Paulo make it happen, dude. All right, and to add a little to you, the story you're talking about with the Wanda Skandrick. Sure. His former girlfriend, yeah. her name's Drea Michelle. She, I guess she's a reality star. Never heard of her. Well, there were rumors going around that she's the one who either gave him or, I guess, slipped him. Oh, is he claiming that that he was that he, he a spiked drink or something? He didn't because he's taking he's taking responsibility. He now. is now, but I guess before there were there were rumors or things being hinted that she's the one who who gave it to him. Okay. So, but of course, she's come out saying no, and then he's also taking responsibility for it, but. You know, who knows? No, why would she give it to him? Just for party time in Mexico? Of course. Okay. Yeah, so... Stupid. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. And then, uh, I mean, there's lots of news out there right now about Robin Williams and all the stuff that happened with him. Right. Oddly enough, seven years ago, his half-brother died on August 14th. Oh, wow. So, I, you know, a lot of people were saying how, I guess, eerily close that is and stuff like that. Um, and there's been lots of his fans and friends and, and um, colleagues, I guess, right. you know, tweeting out a lot of nice stuff about him. So that was that's kind of neat. Um, Sons of Guns. I don't know if you've ever seen the show. Will- Son- I did see Sons of Guns the first season. The second season started getting cheesy, so I, didn't, I stopped watching it. Right. Well, Will Hayden was uh, arrested on suspicion of child molestation, but what? He's, he's been released on on bond. Is he like the owner? Yeah, he's the owner. Wow. Uh, and also, uh, the daughter from his former girlfriend is the yeah. one they're claiming. Right. And he's saying that it's because she's a bitter ex girlfriend, and they All released right. the daughter back to him and is living with him. So gotta go. Yeah. See you later. Bye. This is the Joe Pag Show. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.